Hey, I have a special episode for you today. First of all, I'm going to, well, so this podcast, when I created it, I created it as a video. And so I talk about that when I first get into the episode, eventually, um, well, not eventually, over the next two or so weeks, I am creating a YouTube channel and I'm going to start video recording my podcast. I'll still have my the audio here for you because it's it's simple. It's the way I prefer to listen to things. It's just put it on my um, podcast app and go for it. So we'll still have that, but bear with me. So there's a couple of references at the beginning there, but so that's something to look forward to. I'm really excited about, well, about the, the podcast videos and also just the the videos that I'm going to start creating for you on YouTube. I'm going to my goal is to do some short ones so that way it doesn't take you more than 5 to 7 minutes to find inspiration, to learn something, to well, just to get to know me a little bit and so I can hopefully get to know you as well. And with that, well before I go, this podcast is going to air before the video does. So I did not talk about the date for my webinar. I did mention or the web, the workshop. So I just had one, which I, well, when I'm doing this one, I haven't actually done it yet. I'm very excited. I have a couple of people signed up and I am super excited about it, but I am going to do at least two a month for the next six months. So you have at least 12 opportunities to come to this workshop and learn how to thrive in life. But on Tuesday, so this airs Monday, Tuesday, I'm going to have one at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. I would love for you to join me. Come and there's, you don't need to do anything to prepare. Just show up as you are. Just come so I don't have to talk on my, to myself and Let's learn how to thrive instead of just survive. And with that, let's start the episode. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. My name is Tammy, and this is the first time that I am doing my podcast, but doing it with video. So bear with me. I have enjoyed, well, I like doing the podcast. It's been nice to not have to worry about video because um, I can show up in my jammies. I can show up anytime I want. Don't have to worry about hair, makeup, um, can just show up as me. So while I'm doing these podcast videos, um, 
you're just going to get however I am. Um, it happens today. I have an appointment later. So, hey, my hair is washed. Go me. And, um, and I'm dressed. So there you go. I want to talk to you today about why I use the Enneagram. The Enneagram is such a useful tool. It is a tool. I know that there's many Christians who don't like it because they believe it's people start to worship it over the Bible, over they go to the Enneagram versus uh, going to God in prayer. And I agree that those are things that should not happen. But like any good tool, if it's used right, if it's used in a way that's edifying and uplifting, and I actually believe that it can point back to directly to God. So with that, I have, I've learned to study the Enneagram. Um, I think I've shared before that my first, well, at first I did not like the Enneagram. I was hearing it, the buzzwords, like, oh, just another new personality test. I've done the Myers-Briggs. I've done Clifton Strengths Finder. I've done the, the colors, the animals, the, all the things. Um, but I, I just didn't want to learn another thing. And then I kept hearing about how it talks about your fears. I don't know what my fears are. I already am. I'm already well aware of my shortcomings and my fears and my motivations, or so I thought. So I was like, fine, I will go ahead and I will take one of these Enneagram tests to find out that they're really assessments, not tests. You don't get a pass fail. All the numbers are good numbers. Some may be more challenging than others, but really it's all about your perspective. And I got an Enneagram one, like big time. I didn't like that. So I took another one. And I actually, I think I did like four or five of them. All of them came back the same thing. It says I'm Enneagram one. I set the Enneagram down for a little while um, because I didn't want to be a perfectionist. I didn't want to know that that's what I wanted to be good. Honestly, if I'm really honest about all of this, it was hard to read. One thing about the Enneagram is the fact that the first, the first thing that you really focus on is what your weaknesses are, what your fears, how those play out. It's because human nature, we can recognize those a lot faster. We can see the flaws before we see our strengths. And oh boy, did I see my flaws. So I started studying the Enneagram and realizing that those so-called weaknesses actually were gifts in disguise. I was able to go to God and ask him, how, how do I do this? How do I set down these weaknesses? How do I bring your strength? How do I get the words of affirmation that I need? That's one thing that I, with grieving, when I lost my husband, I, I, also lost my biggest encourager. And what do you know? I needed that words of affirmation and I wasn't getting what I needed. Um, and so it was really easy for me to get really hard and focus on doing, 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 
do the next thing, learn the next thing, help the next person, all the things, just trying to figure it, figure it out, figure it out. And while realizing that I really couldn't figure it out on my own, the Enneagram helps me to give myself grace and see that my weaknesses can actually be used as strengths, that the weaknesses were actually the thorn in my side that Paul described in the Bible. Um, you don't know what his, his thorn is. But when I looked at it, I realized that this striving to do it the right way, to do things how the best way possible is not always, not a bad thing. But when I made that the ultimate goal, it was really hurting me. Um, and also it was hurting some of my relationships. Um, it was making me not see my kids for who they were. So it allowed me to have grace for myself and for my family. With the Enneagram, I can start to understand why I do what I do. Why did I grieve in the way that I did? Why did I do things different than other people around me? Why am I built differently? Which, I mean, let's face it, there's nine Enneagram numbers. There's more than nine people. I know there's a lot of ones. Well, even in my life, I have several friends who are ones and we are all very different, but we all have that same core motivation and the same core fear. So however it plays out, but recognizing it, understanding my tendencies, looking at why I do what I do, I was able to decide, is this serving me? Or should I set this down and not pick it up again? Can I set it at Jesus's feet and tell, tell him, take it, please beg him to take it, fill me in that. And I don't want to act like that anymore. I want to respond instead of react. And so that's another way is I've learned that with the Enneagram, because I'm already aware of my tendencies, I'm aware of my fears. I can identify now more when I'm acting out of fear than out of health. And I can respond in a different way. I can respond in a way, take time to answer what I need to answer. And if I don't need to take time, I know and I can trust myself to make those choices. It also helped me see how I can pray for myself and how I can pray for others. You don't even know, need to know about other people's number in order to pray for them. However, when I know my friend's numbers, I know how to directly speak. I can see when they are stressed and when they are in their stress path versus their growth path. I can see when they're on their blind spot path instead of the convergence path. I can see when they are aligned with who God says they are, or if they forgot and are striving and trying in their own strength. So I know how to pray for them. I mean, that right there, that one thing right there is totally worth this entire tool is learning how to pray for my friends. But again, you don't even need to know the number. You can just understand that the different motivations that people have, and you can just pray for the motivations that God show them and fill them and, and take away whatever fear they have. And then when he gives you a download, when he puts something on your heart, you can act out of love 
able to communicate my needs more. I know that I need to retreat and I need to think things through before I respond, before I make decisions. I happen to be a really quick decision maker. However, I go through a process in my brain. Some decisions are really quick. There's some that I have allowed because I've taken away that perfectionist. Um, and I've also kind of, well, stop people pleasing as much. And so I'm like, I need some time to consider this. I know that I'm a visual processor, like well, I'm a verbal processor, but I need to see it in order to really understand it. I need to see the process. I need to see what's going on. And by allowing myself that space, that freedom, then I can step back and step back. And I'm able to, to make the response that I want to respond in a way that I want versus what I think others want me to respond in relationships, understanding your fears can help you in relationships, friendships with your kids. Um, there's things that my kids do that I know speak directly to my fears. Sometimes they do it manipulatively because they also, um, as a family, me and my kids, we study the Enneagram. I share with them um, different traits. I, I share with them information because I want them to grow up and understand that it, there's to give grace and that not everyone thinks the same way they do. And sometimes the way, so my son is a four, my daughter's in, no, my son's an eight, my daughter's a four. There are times that they are both completely right and completely wrong in the same time, in the same space, the same situation because of the perception, because of the way they're looking at it, because they're looking at it with their fears and being able to say, okay, I respect both of your choices right now. However, you're both wrong and you're both right. And we're able to talk about it. We're able to look at it. We're able to um, break it apart. They're 14 and 12. I'm fully aware they're not very self, self-aware or, but it allows them vocabulary too, and they can understand their needs. But I can communicate my needs. My son, we are dealing with um, distrust, with lying, um, realizing that to him, the rule was stupid. Um, I shouldn't have to follow stupid rules. With me, I set a rule for a reason, and I expect you to follow it. Parenting 101, right? Dawn of time. But by explaining to him what it does to me when he lies, how it, like he doesn't like to be controlled, that it, the same way that he feels controlled when, when I find out someone's lying to me, that's how I feel. And having those, that conversation, having those words, it's easier. We have, we can understand it through our lens. Um, let's see, recognize our, when I'm in stress, when I start getting nitpicky, I can completely, I, I can see it now a lot faster. And so I stop, I change the way I do it. And I give myself a timeout and figure out what am I stressed about? Again, that alone is worth learning about the tools. And then I get to reprogram the way I see things, the way I 
react, the way I act, the way I um, talk with people, because I understand that not everyone thinks the same way I do. Not everyone sees the solutions the same way I do. Not everyone can, well, I mean, depending on the, depending on the number, we don't have the same motivations. A three is doing things because they want to have, to have that success. They want to appear successful. The five wants to know everything possible because they want to understand it and understand that like, I want to do things the right way for the good of mankind, for the good of people. But I can do that without learning all of the information. So if I go to my five friend and say, hey, help me see the holes. If I go to my three friend and help me not be paralyzed by my own perfectionistic tendencies, there's things that we can do that I can reprogram and realize, oh, you want to start doing your podcasts on video? You just do it instead of waiting until you are all ready to do it before you have your wall, the pictures up on the wall. Because if you know me, you know, I'm not, I'm not good at putting pictures on the walls. They can, I can follow any YouTube video and I can do it. They will fall. And so if I waited until everything was right, I wouldn't do it. Then my three friend was, who cares what your wall looks like? Just do it. Like, just, just do it. My friend, my five friend said, oh, well, I can show you how to do that later. Or I can do it for you. Just start your videos. And when I have time, I'll come over and I'll fix it. I'm like, okay, thank you. If it wasn't for the Enneagram, I wouldn't have that freedom. I wouldn't be able to do that. Compassion. Having compassion for others because they don't see the world the same way I do. That's another reason why I love the Enneagram. I could go on and on. And these are the ones that I wrote down just as ones that I wanted to share with you. There's so many reasons why when I understand how people are reacting instead of responding, I can give them grace. When I understand that what they're trying to get out of a situation and what I'm trying to get out of a situation, and then we can figure out a way to do it where we both win. That's harmony. When I see that I have made getting it right more important than relationships, I can choose something different because relationships are the most important thing to me. So it's given me a framework, a a picture, a, some boundaries that I can put, that I can recognize, that I can respond to. And so that's why I use the Enneagram. That is why I love it. That is why I hope that you do as well. If you're interested in learning about the Enneagram, like DM me, let's talk. I'm, I do Enneagram coaching specifically, but I also do, I just build it into the coaching that I do through the neuro coaching, strength space finder, and all the different things. Like all of the tools, they all align really well. Another thing with the Enneagram is realizing that those weaknesses, if you focus on your strengths, those weaknesses start to dissipate. They're still there, but they're not as important. Instead of trying to overcome your weaknesses, be aware of them and use them as a tool. Use them as your guiding light to make sure that you're not getting out of alignment with God, realizing that he gave you those weaknesses to keep you going to him, 
not to hurt you, not to um, not make you successful. You can be successful with your weaknesses. I have another workshop coming up and it's, um, I'm going to put the information because I don't know when, I don't have the date when this um, podcast is going to air, but I have another workshop coming up. So look to see when the next date is. But if you're looking for, if you're looking to go from just surviving life to thriving, this is the workshop for you. If you want to know the three secrets to unlocking your desire to win the day, this workshop is for you because in order to win at life, in order to start thriving, you need to win today. So I, I just wanted to, the reason why I named it that is because I wanted to show you how we can make it shorter. We can make it smaller. We can make it simple and you can have a thriving life. So look in the show notes here and I hope to see you there. I'm going to be doing them every week or at, there's a couple of weeks that I can't do, but I'm, my goal is at least twice a month for the next six months. So there'll be a time, there'll be a time that you can do one, I hope. And with that, I hope you guys have a a really blessed day. I hope you're interested in looking at the Enneagram a little closer, and I hope you see why it brings so much value to your life. And with that, bye for now.